Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week, we binged 2020 on Hulu. I'm so excited. I need a cool nickname. You need a cool nickname? Oh, yes. like Pickles? Yes. I don't. I am terrible at, at nicknames. Like, I even call my, my husband by his first name all the time. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, we should have a contest. I mean, my dogs have like 4,000 nicknames. I mean, honestly, but yeah, I don't, you know. I have one I dog have named Jack Bauer, but most of the time I'll call him Cheese, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we call him Cheese? Because it goes like Jack Bauer, Bauer, Bees, Beezer, and then Cheezer, and then Cheese. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's how the, the names go. Anyway, no, um, we binged I, 2020 on Hulu this week. So exciting. I told you it's an awesome show to binge. Okay, so here's what happened. Last week, in my obsession session, I told Lisa about a true crime story that I have been obsessed with since 2017. In the mm -hmm. podcast, I say 2007, but that's because I was on my second glass of wine. And we're not good with dates. And at all um, when we stopped recording, we stayed on Skype for a little while. And you told me about a true crime story that you watched on 2020. Mm -hmm. And I was enthralled. You were. And I was like, this is so much fun. Please tell me more about stuff you've seen on 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I actually so, the one on this week is really good. It's on Hustlers. Ooh. Which is that new movie that's out about J-Lo. Nope. The new movie that's out starring J-Lo and yes. Betty Cooper from Riverdale, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Sexy Betty Cooper doing strip dances again. Stop dark. it. I bet that's Dark Betty. Dark I bet Betty. she dances to the same exact song. Oh, Riverdale is coming back in. I can't wait. I think I'm busy that day. No, you're not because the first episode is a dedication to Luke Perry. I think I'm busy that day. No, um, I, stop I have to it. wash my hair. What are they going to dedicate? He was only in the show like an hour tops. I don't know. Look, he was my imaginary TV dad. You have I to know. go to the memorial with me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a black um, Lydia Dietz hat. I thought you were going to say you have a black cheerleaders outfit. Like that one time when all the cheerleaders <laughs> went to the no, funeral. But I could totally buy one. Watch Riverdale, guys. Um, <laughs> Don't watch it. Do not listen to her. But She's anyway, been bought out by the Riverdale people. There's really nothing else to binge right now. It's, it's very frustrating. It's like a wasteland. Like nothing's come out, even though there's, I just don't think we can do it because I, I just think I'm not nice enough or something. But that one, um, I've, I've seen a lot of feedback on, I think it's called Unbreakable and Unbelievable. Okay, what's that about? That's the one um, after a young woman is accused of lying about rape, two female, two female detectives investigate similar attacks in the area. Oh. So. Yeah, that might be a little big for us to tackle. Yeah, I don't know if we're that mature enough, but I'm, I'm hearing like amazing things from the Murderino community. Like they're all oh. loving it. They're saying like, this will be Karen's show when she watches it next year she'll be all over it <laughs> yeah because she's always late to everything <laughs> i tried watching that 
crystal of truth or whatever. Dark crystal? Yes. (laughs) I tried watching that. I didn't get through one episode. Yeah, that's not going to be you. Mm -mm. And look, I love fantasy. I love, like, Mm -hmm. don't put anything, like, don't ever say that anything's too young for me because... Uh, as she watches case. Riverdale, so honestly, I'm like, and I love Riverdale, um, but I, eh, I was not feeling the Dark Crystal. Yeah, and there's another show that I've heard some good feedback on. It's called Marianne, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, that came out Friday, though. Yeah, but it's all all of it's out, so it's not like it's a once a week thing. Most episodes are about forty minutes long. Okay. I think it might be right up our alley. I think we should give it a, a, a once over. Okay. Maybe maybe do a once over on that one and see if sure. either one of us likes it and then make a decision. Otherwise, we'll be doing 2020 next week, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I really did binge 2020. Like, I watched, I'm not kidding, 12, 13 episodes this week. Oh, yeah. I yeah. had to turn it off yesterday because, uh, like Mindhunter, it was giving me anxiety. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's some good ones. There's some really good ones. There's some bad ones too. Let Let's be honest. There's one on Melania yeah. and Donald that I would. I didn't watch, watch if you, that. If you paid me twenty trillion dollars, I also did not watch the one on Michelle Obama though. That's not what I came here for. I came here yeah. for brutal murder. I did, but the the one thing I did watch that what didn't have anything to do with that was the Mary Poppins one because I love Mary Poppins so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I did watch that one, but yeah, mm-hmm. outside of it, if it wasn't true crime, I didn't watch it. There's one on like rookies that are like people that are starting over late in life, doing like becoming a cop or becoming a, a Broadway star and all this shit. And I'm like, kudos, great, okay. thanks, but I'm I, uh, I, no unless you're solving a murder. And you're it's late in life. I don't care. Right. <laughs> the only other Netflix news I have is that in November, the second season of The End of the Fucking World is coming out. <laughs> I watched the first season. I loved it. It's quirky. It's dark. It's funny. I watched about so half I'm, of I'm it. excited about the second season. You didn't finish it. I did not finish it. Mm-mm. I like it. Yeah, it's yeah. about like a a psychopath kid who meets the manic. What do they call it? The the manic pixie girl. Yeah. It's like yeah. a it's like a movie trope now. Yeah. I yeah, and they kind of go off on like a little adventure together. <sighs> so. There's just so many scenes in that that made me uncomfortable. I just. Lot, yes, a lot of it is uncomfortable, definitely. Mm-hmm. But that's what we like. <laughs> we do. And it's probably like the center. Like if I watch, if I try watching it again, I might be like, this isn't a half bad. Like I may like this, but. I don't know why the center upsets my stomach. Like, I know. It just but the first go, one I really Ugh. loved. I really liked it. I, I know, up. but still at the same time during the first season, I was like, oh, this is oh, yeah. not right. Something's not right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and big exciting news. Schitt's Creek comes out in a month. So excited. Season five. On Netflix. If you mm-hmm. don't watch Schitt's Creek, you don't have a soul. This show is so <laughs> wholesome and so funny and so wonderful. It's winning award after award. Go watch it. The name is off-putting. No, it's not. I love the name. I didn't want to watch it at first because of the name. I was like, I don't like poo jokes. 
I love South Park. But it's not, it's not, it's, it's not that kind of humor, really. Well, it's, it's kind of like they're up Shit's Creek, but that's about, that's about it. But delightful is what I keep referring to it as. It's <sighs> a delightful, delightful show. I Hilarious. love it so much. I almost bought me a You David um, t-shirt the other day when I was on Etsy. I've been described as Alexis by at least me. three different people. Yeah. Her, some of her mannerisms and yours remind me of each other. That's fine. But am but, I, am I vapid and shallow? Uh, no, 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 no. And no, nothing else. I mean, I don't think she could like put sheets on the bed. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you're not like her in that way, but and there's a lot of similarities. Yeah. So yeah. watch Shit's Creek. Okay. Let's get started um, talking about 2020. So like I okay. said, after last week's episode, Lisa told me about an episode of 2020 that she watched. I researched, like I looked because I was like, okay, well now I'm in the mood for true crime. Mm-hmm. And I dug around for a really good true crime documentary and we've kind of done them all except for the Michael Jackson one. And I'm not ready to go there. Oh, uh, Leaving Neverland? Yeah, I'm not ready to do that yet. (sighs) Uh, Meaning, I'm too afraid to watch it. So, I mean, you know, look, you got to go back to where it all began. This true crime TV (sighs) documentary obsession, 2020. I think we should do Unsolved Mysteries. I haven't watched that yet. When that theme song used to come on when I was a kid in the 90s, I would get Uh so scared. I want to watch the old ones, not the new ones. I want to watch the old ones. I wonder if any of them have been solved now. I'm going to say no. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Well, some of them were solved by the time the story aired. I remember that. Oh, cool. Maybe Golden State Killer is on there. And (laughs) that's been solved. Ooh. I don't know that. I'm just making up shit. Have you heard anything about the Golden State Killer? Like, what's he doing in jail? Um, I'm assuming he's rotting. Um, close to death. Hmm. Um, at least I hope he is. Because he wasn't <sighs> talking. Mm-mm. I don't think he still is. I mean, I think he's Ugh. pretty... What a jerk. I mean... You know, you were big and badass when you had people tied up and calling them on the phone to terrorize them some more. Um, obviously, you're a big, brave man to go around wa- raping women. So, you know, yeah, you're man up and tell us about what you did. Yeah, <laughs> really, I really, mean, we we deserve to know why you're so crazy. Ugh, he's yeah, but I haven't heard really anything else about him. Okay, so okay. 2020, I like I said, I watched like a bunch of them. I've been yeah. shit all week long, <laughs> and now I'm going to tell you about my favorite episode that i watched it's called behind the mask okay okay so is it all michael myers no but <laughs> good guess jason with hockey masks yeah sure 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 yeah yes. friday the 13th just happened very timely yes which was uh two days ago as we we're recording so let's start with hockey with a, um, a minor league team called the jackals in a small town in new york <laughs> The jackals don't live anywhere near New York. (laughs) What are jackals? They're like um, wild dogs or something. Oh. I think they're like that. They don't play hockey? (laughs) You're thinking of Mighty Ducks. (laughs) Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) 
there's a guy on the team. His name is Thomas Clayton. He is handsome, and he's like an instigator. He's the guy who starts the fights to get the um, players off of the ice for a little while. My favorite person in the whole team. Uh, I wish there was that in football. Like, I wish that there was a position where, like, you just try to get the other person. I mean, I guess that is really a strategy in football where you try to get a flag thrown on somebody. But yeah, at a game one day, Kelly Stage sees Thomas Clayton on the ice and was just smitten with him. So she went to a bar afterwards and he was there hanging out. Because like I said, it's a minor league team. So it's not like he's like a super famous, I'm trying to think of, NHL player. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. So (laughs) Kelly meets Tom at a bar. They fall in love. They get married in 2006. They Aww. have Wait, their what? first baby. Her name is Charlie. So Kelly and mm-hmm. Tom get married in 2006. They have a baby named Charlie, a little girl. Then they have another another baby, a boy, and his name is Cullen. Eventually, Tom retires from hockey, from minor league hockey. And mm-hmm. he works at a company called Service Pro. Uh, is that the people that do windshield replacements? I don't know. I'm not sure what they do. Okay. But he made good money. Sure. Sure. Shielding. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. He he, he kind of like owned this little franchise, I guess. Was it like Roto-Rooter? Was he a ghost hunter? Yes, he was a ghost hunter. So we get all of our favorite 2020 tropes. We get the family pictures together. Love the family pictures. And then they turn black and white and you know something's wrong. (gasps) Oh no, what happens? That's my favorite trope. Or like when they show the couple together and then it's like teared down the middle. Yes. That's That's what we're going to have to do when one of us dies. Yes. (laughs) Or, you know, that everything went up in flames and they literally show the picture like burning. (laughs) And the edges are burnt. Yes. I love that stuff. We have both made a pact that if either one of us dies early from something, it doesn't matter what, that we're literally going to every news station out there. Sell that story. Make that money off of me. I'm dead. (laughs) You know. Well, like when I used to walk so early in the morning and you're like, you're going to get hurt. And I was like, no, I'm not. (laughs) I swear to God that, yes, yeah, you're going to get murdered. And then I get to go in 2020 and be like, I told her not to go out there. (laughs) She did it anyway. And then I I told you for the longest time, we have an acquaintance who I swear to God is is a sociopath. And I'm really convinced that this guy is going to like murder a bunch of us one day. So much so that I've told Lisa their name. Yeah, but because, of course like, I don't remember his real name. I only remember the person's nickname. Don't tell the nickname though. I'm not. No, but it's just funny because I'll be like, "This is their name," and they're gonna be like, "That's not a real name." <laughs> It'll be up to the detectives to figure that Listen, out. Listen, this is all I can. This is all I can give you. <laughs> so then I was like, "Okay, so look, all the pictures of me that needs to be on 2020. They're in my nightstand next to my bed. Make sure that those." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, but what's Uh, really, really, really cool about this episode that I loved mm -hmm. and something that I never thought about. I always watch those videos on Reddit of the body cams, the cops wear. Yes, yes. But the videos I only see are like the cops being unfair to somebody. Sure. Like I only see body cam footage of a cop like punching a dude in the face when he so didn't deserve it. 
Sure, 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 I sure. never thought about body cam footage of when police first get to a crime scene. I mean, they don't just wear it just to bust the bad cops. They wear it for an actual reason. <laughs> I never thought about that before. Yeah. We get a 911 phone call from Tom. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. And he's Husband saying, did it. This is this is my favorite thing. He's he calls 911 and he's like, Help me, help me, my wife is dead. And the guy's like, Sir, calm down. Can can you give your wife CPR? And he's like, No, no, no. And he's like, Is your wife beyond the point of receiving CPR? And Tom mm-hmm. says, Yes, no, I I can't give her CPR. And the nine one one person says, Well, how do you know that she's beyond CPR? And mm-hmm. he goes, Just trust me. All right. Okay. I mean, that would be acceptable if she was decapitated. Yes, <laughs> she is beyond the point. <laughs> her head is not attached to her body. Sure. That's sure. I know. CPR. Or if you're slit down the center. Yeah. You know, and all your guts are on the floor. That's another. Like, yeah. That's... I'm pretty sure because I can see literally all of her guts on the floor. Right. That or would be an appropriate Her heart's response. been ripped out of her chest and laid next to her. Yep. Yeah. Her heart is not even in her body. Yes. Her, yeah. There's there's no point. I can do I can do CPR on her heart in the living room, but the rest of her is over in the kitchen. <laughs> exactly. So <sighs> so the cop shows up and he's got this amazing body cam footage. It's a, a guy named um, Deputy Swan. He is a 20 year vet girl. Of course he is. They never have any rookies on this ship. He knows his shit. And as I'm watching the body cam footage, like you can tell like this dude, he 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 comes up to the house. He puts the car in park and there's a neighbor outside and the neighbor's saying, I don't know. He called me. He said his wife is dead. He said his wife is dead. Mm-hmm. So he goes into the house and it's like dark in mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what I would do like if I came home to a body in the house. I feel like I would turn the lights on. I would turn the lights on anyways because as we all know if you walk through a darkened house, you're going to be get murdered by Freddy, Jason, mm-hmm. somebody's going to kill you. You always turn on a light before you walk in the house. I yell at my boyfriend constantly because every effing light in this house is turned off. And we have blackout curtains on. And I'm like, leave something on. Yeah. Me. No, we do that too. We leave a lamp on here and there all around the mm-hmm. house. I mean, one for the dogs, but two, because I don't want to come home to a pitch black house nope. where a murderer can get me. That's exactly where they're at. They're always in the dark house. So like flip on a switch before I even walk in. Like that's just a thing normal civilized people do. It was just strange like this. But okay. this cop like knew like not to touch anything. So like he sure. was even walking around in the dark. Mm. And he comes in and he asks Tom like what's going on? And he says, well, I came home and my daughter said, daddy, there's a robber in the house. He got mommy. So he says, OK, well, where where is she? Where is Kelly? And he kind of points over to the kitchen and there's Kelly mm. on the floor and this like 20 year veteran was like whoa whoa mm-hmm. he's like okay you need to get out of the house you can't you can't look at this come outside with me so he sits mm-hmm. him down outside and as backups arrive and he's telling the, the the backup like this house is like carnage like it's gruesome on the inside there was blood everywhere and the robber isn't gonna stab you like that uh, i'm well, assuming stabbed so he goes back in with the backup and again we're looking at the body cam um footage and there's blood 
all over Mm. the kitchen. He knows right away her body was dragged here. He says that. And then they go up to the stairs and there's blood splatter all over the stairs. There's a huge hole in the drywall where the stairs kind of turn. And he said her face is bashed in. I bet you that's where her head hit. Mm. So she like went down the stairs and then the the robber pulled her into the kitchen and kind of left her there. By that time she was done. Well, that was nice of them to take her off the stairs because you don't want anybody tripping over that. Right. Well, yeah. and that's the other thing, too, is like <laughs> the whole the time Deputy Swan's going through the house because he's like, he's like, OK, the kid said that there was a robber here. Like, I, we need to clear the house. Yeah, sure. So he's going room to room to, OK, this room is clear. That room is clear. And he's like, don't step on anything. No, don't touch that. Don't step on this. Like, he's doing such mm-hmm. a great job of, like, awesome. preserving the scene. Sure. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I was really blown away by that. I guess I've heard of it, you know, but sure. actually getting to see a cop do that was super cool. Because we're all so used to them stepping all through the blood and guts and stuff, picking up the knife, wiping it off, you know. You know, he talks to Tom. Tom, what's going on? He's, you know, his kids were in the house. He Yikes. came home and his kids were there. Yeah. That's rough. Oh, so Charlie yeah. is seven at the time. Charlie is their first child, the little girl. Okay. So Charlie is the one who told Tom there was a robber in the house. The robber got mommy. Mm-hmm. So they go back into the house. Nothing's missing. You know, now, now that they've cleared the house, they're really starting to look at what happened. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the lights have been turned on by this point. He starts whispering to the other cops that have come onto the scene one guy walks in and he's like, well, do we have a suspect? And Deputy Swan's like, I mean, the husband. <laughs> I mean, obvs. obviously. Obviously, there's no forced entry. So obviously, it's a husband. So they take Tom to um, to the police station because mm-hmm. to talk about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And Tom's alibi checks out. Tom was at a weekly Monday night poker game. Sure. sure I think sure. it starts at like 7. Sure. But this Monday, it shut down kind of early, and they said it it finished up around midnight, which is really early for this poker game. On a school night? That's what I'm saying. You go to a weekly fucking poker game every Monday night till past midnight? Fucking no, not in my house. I mean, Mondays are rough. With two and- little kids at home. He just leaves her there? Well, yeah, of course. That's a man thing. Not all men, but some men. Yeah. Well, we we worked with somebody that was like that. So Mm. just saying. Not going to do it. Mm -mm. That's the first crime right there. Is letting (laughs) him get away with that shit. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Yep. So, all right, fine. Let's go check out this poker game. They go over to the poker game. it's, It's a husband and wife. I think the husband's name was Greg, but the wife's name was Lucky. (laughs) <laughs> which i just thought was adorable did she have an eye patch no she was like totally hand. normal like <laughs> like suburban 50 something year old uh married couple she smoked lucky strikes i got it I don't, I don't know maybe she's like the lucky charm at the poker game that's why uh, only one woman allowed and it's her because she's lucky i think so i think that is mm-hmm. the deal Jeez, louise so no, Tom was here. Everything checks out. Okay, well, couldn't have been Tom. He was at mm-hmm. the poker game. He came home to find his wife like this. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right, let's talk to Charlie, the little girl. 
Oh, Jesus. So they pulled Charlie into one of those kid investigation rooms? No. Oh, those are so sad that those exist. Oh. Are, did they, don't they have, like, little games and stuff yes. in there? They had yes. a table with, like, games and crayons uh. and... There was, like, sofas and stuff, and she was sitting on the sofa kicking her little feet. She was seven! I mean, was anybody in there with her? Well, I guess not. So, Deputy Swan was in there, and they had, I, I'm I'm assuming this lady is, like, from child services. She was a pro, the way that she was okay. asking these questions. Yeah. She was not leading this child on at all. She straight up mm -hmm. asks, Charlie, what can you tell me about the robber? And mm -hmm. this child looks her dead in the face and goes, he had a black long sleeve shirt, jeans, and a mask. There you go. She Listen, fucking knew. Dora the Explorer there. She, <laughs> she got it all down. <laughs> I'm like, this is the most reliable seven-year-old witness I've ever seen in my life. What else can you tell me about the robber, Charlie? He looked like daddy. <laughs> And then I called out daddy and he stopped stabbing mommy 50,000 times. So I'm not sure if it was daddy because now daddy's wearing a blue shirt. I don't know. I'm confused. So she's like, well, what about him looked like daddy? She's like, you know, just like his shape and his height. His face. And his eyes. Oh, Jesus. Um, they looked like daddy's eyes. And she says, okay, well, did you hear the robber talk at all? And this seven-year-old girl goes, no. Probably because if it sounded like daddy, then we would know that it was daddy. <laughs> Brilliant. She's now a detective. <laughs> I mean, oh just now at this time, she they have not told her what happened to her mom. She doesn't know that her mom is dead. Okay. Well, good. Because, you know. But, but they, they can't figure that out. How could she be saying that this man looked like her dad? But mm -hmm. they know his alibi checks out. He is at the poker game mm -hmm. well lucky mm -mm. remembers something strange that night she remembers that tom asked her can i use your phone so lucky goes let me go back and check the phone calls on my phone mm -hmm. to see who it is that he called that night mm -hmm. and she notices there are no phone calls there at the time that he asked to use the phone Lucky tells her husband that Tom asked me to use the phone and there's no numbers. And he says, well, I wonder if he deleted the call. And poor Lucky looks at the cameras and goes, I didn't even know you could do that. God bless her. Oh, God I bless love her. Lucky. They pull up their phone records. Like these uh -huh. motherfuckers called the phone company and was like, no, I want a list of the phone numbers. And sure enough, there are two missing phone calls that Tom deleted out of Lucky's phone. Wow. That's ballsy. The phone number that he called belongs to a man named Michael Beard. Now, Michael oh. Beard worked at Service Pro with mm -hmm. Tom for a while, but he ended up getting laid off a couple times. But mm -hmm. Tom would still hire him here and there to do things like trim branches in the backyard, shit like that. Like, he was around the house. Okay. And okay. So family members knew him. Like, he was, like, sort of a little buddy helper of Tom. I don't think that they were friends. I think this is just, like... Tom's go-to guy, maybe. Sure, sure. Just somebody to come over and help him out. And, and, you know, somebody you trust. Because, obviously, you have small children. And you don't want, like, an ex-convict coming over. And exactly, yeah. Chopping good, down trees and with axes point. and stuff. I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, he called Michael Beard. Let's pull in Michael Beard. Ask him what those two phone calls were about. They hook him up to a polygraph. <clears throat> mm -mm. And this dude fails miserably. Aw, 
So while he's in the polygraph, though, Michael Beard's girlfriend, Holly, is there. Oh, Jesus. And they ask Holly, do you know anything about this? And Holly's like, yep, Tom Clayton told Michael Beard, I'll give you $10,000 if you kill my wife. She just turned. Now, this is the crazy thing about this episode. Holly is not in this episode at all. Oh. Hmm. They don't show a picture of her. They don't oh. interview her. There's no explanation for why she turned over her boyfriend so quick. They pull Michael out of the polygraph. They're like, look, dude, you failed miserably. And we know about the 10 grand. And mm-hmm. Michael Beard, I mean, he's there for like less than two hours and spills the beans. Sure, sure. He confesses to everything. Yes, Tom paid me to go murder his wife. He said that the two kids were supposed to be at her sister's house. But I got there. The kids were there. I attacked uh, Kelly. Uh Uh-huh. And then I was supposed to burn down the house. But, yeah. Because for the insurance money. In fact, Tom even left me two gallons, like the, the, um, the fuel tank things. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like when you run out of gas on the side of the road, what are those things called? Gas Canisters? Sure. Sure. He even left me two gas canisters in the garage because he wanted to make sure that the cars burned for the insurance money. Jesus Christ. And sure enough, it's there on the body cam footage. You can see the two, uh, the two <sighs> things of gas in the garage. He brings them to where he tossed the murder weapon, which was the handle to a sledgehammer. Jesus Christ. He like tossed it on the side of the road. Uh-huh. And he ditched his clothes in a ditch. So he brought him to the ditch and there's blood spatter on the ditch. Like, Michael Beard was just, whatever you want, I will give it to you. I guess they were probably offering him a deal. Well, I mean, I guess they are. They could offer him something, but he killed somebody. So I don't know. And also $10,000 to not yeah, only that's kill all. somebody's wife, but to burn the house to the ground. Right. 20000 Easy. Like, I'd been like, nope. He never saw a cent of it. Tom uh, never paid him anything. And that's the other thing. Get the, get the money up front. That's what they, they even the cops were like, he got no money up front. It just did the thing. Well, you know what? Tom was probably going to kill him afterwards, a la Joker or something. And Maybe. You know, but, yeah. Maybe make it, like, set it up like a suicide or something. Maybe, but why did, why did the kids say that it looked like daddy? I don't know unless, like, Unless Michael was wearing some sort of service pro uniform. Maybe. That's what I'm thinking. And they might be similar build and everything. The clothes that they pulled out of the the ditch looked to me like coveralls. Sure. Okay. So maybe Mm -hmm. it's something she saw her dad wear. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, she wasn't wrong. They're both thin men. They were both about the same height. Michael Beard is black and Tom Clayton is very white. Like I said, he's a minor league hockey player, so. Oh, yeah, sure. They don't, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did find that strange. Like, I had to rewatch it. I'm like, wait, Charlie said it was definitely her dad. She doesn't see color. Aw. <laughs> they raised her yeah. pure. <laughs> Good. Of course, they arrest Tom Clayton. Of course, obviously. Now, this is my favorite, my favorite line. This is what made me pick this, this show. Okay. Because of this, like, completely classic 2020 voiceover. Yeah. Where she says, 
Tom Clayton is now headed to a different kind of penalty box, jail. And I was like, oh, oh I love that. Yes! So cheesy. I'm 2020, on t-shirt. thank you. This is what I'm here for. <laughs> Open and shut case, right? Yeah. No. I'm thinking no. 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 Michael Beard gets on the stand and recants everything. What does he offer him? Another five? <laughs> so... <laughs> What he says is that, yes, he did go to the house that night, but only to burn it down. That Kelly Clayton was not supposed to be there. And he was just going to burn down the house for insurance money. And when he got there, Kelly was already dead. Okay. But remember, he took the cops to all of the evidence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? He took them to where the weapon was. He took yeah. them to where he ditched his clothes that, yeah, had, that had Kelly's blood, blood spatter on it. Yeah. But he didn't do it. So he says that <laughs> like Charlie, the person that he saw run out of the house looked like Tom Clayton. For the love of Jesus. So we go from this like slam dunk case to like, well, fuck, you know, now he's yeah. completely changing his story, saying that sure. he actually that even though he was there at the house, he didn't do anything. Oh, my God. The jury is like not buying it. Sure. Michael Beard, guilty of murder. Good. Good. But now we have Tom's trial. Oh, Jesus. And like I said, Michael Beard recanted. So we don't have that evidence of his uh, confession now. Okay. Okay. So we go through the whole trial, but they present all of this evidence, especially with the phone calls. Now, I sat on a murder trial as a juror oh. one time. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was the three-day murder trial. The evidence that they presented to us, like, they got, like, experts out from, like, Verizon Wireless. Uh-huh. Basically, what they did was prove that the guy that was on trial was at the murder scene and had made different phone calls to lots of different people all over the place by like pinpointing where his cell phone was oh yeah uh-huh i mean it pointed straight to him we deliberated for an hour and a half and yeah. we came back as guilty this jar took six hours to decide that tom clayton was guilty mm-hmm. he got life in prison for the murder of kelly stage his wife i have questions okay so so they so not conspiracy or whatever to kill your wife but that he was he was the actual murderer tom was he got life in prison yeah yeah okay huh what did the other guy get i don't remember you know honestly that like this episode didn't really focus too much on michael beard most of it was about tom clayton well yeah i mean that makes sense but i'm just like you know the only motive that they could find for Tom mm-hmm. um, doing this was that he had multiple affairs. Sure. But they never said if any of the women testified to the affairs. Mm-hmm. They never interviewed any of the women on 2020. Damn. If I wanted the mistress's th- side. Yeah. If you were one of those mistress- mistresses, would you have done the 2020 show? Hell yeah. From yes. The <laughs> Been like, he was always nice to me. We went out all the time. But I'd want my face, you know, with the pixelated and my voice distorted to sound like... I just want the shadow. Melania Trump. I just want to sit in the shadow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be, like, that front and center. You know how, like, they do that? They put you in the chair and then they put the lamp behind you. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would be a shadow. I would be a shadow mistress for sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, because who doesn't want to be in in all this nonsense? Then you can write a book. 
I was the other woman. The whatever his name is story. Tom. How many of those are there, though? I don't know, but I'd write it. I you I'd would totally read it too. It. Yes, I would. I'd be front and center. I'd have yeah. him downloaded on Audible. So his own daughter, <laughs> right away, knew that her daddy had something to do with it. Damn. Seven years old. Mm-mm. Witnessed it. Saw the robber come into the house. Watched mm-hmm. the robber leave. She said when the robber left, she went to her little brother's um, crib to protect him. Oh, I bet she is a old. detective now. I bet she is. I hope she is. She was badass. Power to the people. She to straight the up. People. She she straight up said like, "What color clothes he had on?" <laughs> no, he didn't talk because he would have sounded just like daddy. That's why he didn't talk because he's daddy. I would have convicted him just on that. That would take me thirteen seconds in the in the in the deliberation room. How many people think he did it? I did. His daughter said she saw him for the love of Jesus. How many people think he did it? His daughter thinks he did it. She's seven. And she's seven. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. I love it. I love it. I loved that episode. It was fascinating. That body cam footage. I've never seen anything like that before. And I know I've watched this, but now I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. It's called Behind the Mask. Yeah, I'll remember that. Get it? The hockey mask. Yeah, I got it. LOL. <laughs> but he also had a mask on that he was like a perfect husband and he yeah. wasn't. It was, a I'm meta- sure, it was a metaphorical mask. I'm sure at the beginning they had the pictures of like them on the front lawn with the kids. He was such a nice man. He was mm. a good father. The voice through most of this episode was Kelly Clayton's sister. Of course. Who- oh. <laughs> yeah. They had the sister. And even the sister was like, you know, they asked her like, would it? What did you think when they told you that Tom was involved? And she was like, I was in denial. I never thought, wow. Wow. you know, Kelly never told her about any kind of abuse, never told her that <clears throat> she knew about any affairs, nothing. Even to the sister, everything looked fine. Damn. That's hardcore. But you know, I mean, if one of us gets murdered right away. The husband did it. The husband did it. <laughs> Like, I love your boyfriend. He is such a great man. He is so good to you. If you end up dead, Chad did it. Yeah. <laughs> well, first, we had to pull him off the video game. So, yeah. that's hard. Poor love. Okay. He's been so good to me today because I'm not feeling well. So, like, he got up this morning and took the dog out because I was, like, passed out cold in the bed. He's and so he sweet. made lunch and he cleaned up after it. I've just been sitting on the couch watching TV. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, like, how do you know he's not poisoning you? Oh, that's a good question. Maybe it's a <laughs> slow death. Let me see. Or, is, now my stomach's upset. <laughs> maybe maybe it's not poison, but, like, he knows that your allergies are so bad. So, like, every, when you're not there, he brings, like, pollen in into the house and, like, sprinkles it everywhere. <laughs> he brings in that cat hair. That cat hair will actually send me off the charts. So. He would never do that. Yeah. No, okay, so wouldn't. that took really long time, but... Okay, so mine will be three minutes because no, I have no, no time I don't care. No, no. goodbye. No, I don't Instagram. care. <laughs> Tell me this story. I want to know everything about it. I don't care how long it takes me to edit it. I'm on vacation next week, so whatever. Oh, that's true. So you can go yeah. fuck yourself. Tell me about it. Okay, so I went kind of a different route. I did okay. not watch a true crime per se, but I watched something that has been a fascination of mine almost as long as true crime and that's the story of jim and tammy faye baker i know nothing really you know i know i know that tammy faye has big hair that's all i know big makeup she had those 
like spider eyelashes. Oh, okay. Like, like if I showed you a picture, you'd be like, that's her. Yeah, I know her. Yeah, she was on the Surreal Life, one of the seasons of Surreal Life. No, on I, I mean, I definitely don't know her from that. Okay, so before I start this, because, you know, I've been really always really bad on religions, and yeah. I make fun of them and call them all cults, mm-hmm. and they are. You have strong feelings. I do have strong feelings, but I want to kind of take it back a step. This is why I don't like religions. These mega televangelists who are robbing these poor people blind and Uh keeping the money. It's awesome. So like a local parish church who actually does good for their community, I have no problem with. A local parish church that has the kids and the parents go outside of Planned Parenthood and hold pictures of dead fetuses, I have a problem with. No, but the the good churches that are doing good in their community, you're never going to hear about those. Exactly. Um, Unless somebody embezzles funds or they get shot up by uh, white supremacists or something. Mm -hmm. But anyways, so Jim and Tammy Faye ran an organization called PTL, which was which stood for Praise the Lord. Thank you. Now, this show, it was on TV. It was on, I think they ran it for like 10 years. So let's say mid to mid 70s to mid 80s. It was like a variety show. My father and I watched it religiously every day. We loved this show. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord with Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. It was a variety show. Sort of. All right. Yeah. So what they did was they're these mega preachers and they were getting money. You know, send your money in now. Jesus wants you to send your money in now. Um, you know, you could spare 50 bucks a month. Um, you know, that's like whatever it is a day, you know, blah, blah, blah. So what they would do is they would have people come on and sing like gospel songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they would beg for money. Tammy usually cried. A lot. The spirit moved her a lot. She cried a lot. She sang a lot. It was just the ticky tackiest, worst of everything show you could ever possibly watch. My dad and I loved it. <laughs> we loved it. We now, ate how it old were you when you were watching this? Um, I was, um, I think it ended in like 86, 87. I just entered high school. So I was like probably, um, you know, let's say ninth grade yeah yeah but i love this shit even then i knew they were full of shit okay so you were watching it to kind of hate watch it yeah we made fun of it the whole entire time okay like that's all we did we used to watch all these preacher shows and just make fun of it left right and center okay because these people would you know go on and 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 get you know saved or whatever and everything's fine they were blind they were addicted to drugs but they prayed, they gave some money to Jim and Tammy Faye, and now they're gone. Yeah. They're good. They're good. You don't need rehab. You need the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. Um, you're you're, you're kind of down. You're kind of depressed. Give money to Jim and Tammy Faye. Guess what? You'll feel so much better. Depression cured. If only. If only. I know. I, and that's why. And I really feel bad for the people that get taken advantage of. They're not, you know, they think they're doing the right thing. They think they're doing, you know, Tam and Jimmy Faye are doing God's work. And they have no problem shelling over money they really don't have. My grandmother 
towards the end of her life, well, not really, but when we found out basically she had dementia, uh, she would give money to stuff like this all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, somebody would send her something and being like, hey, you, we haven't heard from you in a while. You, you should pay this money for whatever. And she would just write checks left, right, and center. Like, she had Aww. no concept of what she was doing. Yeah. So it really kind of ticks me off with these mega churches because, of course, Jim and Tammy Faye have tons and tons and tons of money. Oh, yeah. They have, like, two houses. They have Rolexes. They have diamonds. They have an air-conditioned doghouse for one of their dogs. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, just 80s-era excess. Okay. It's all going towards mascara. Yes, it's all going towards Maybelline. <laughs> so anyway so they're they're having the good life everything's fine and then there's a scandal oh no jim baker don't tell me it's uh, little boys no well that's that's that, that i can't i don't think we can ever say is true but he was caught in an affair mm slash rape now when i first <gasps> heard it it was no 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 you can't have two there's no slash yeah well that's what i'm telling you this is this is the time we lived in he was accused of having an affair with a church secretary okay named jessica Hahn. okay but then not until i saw this that i realized it was actually rape he had flown her out to like orlando there was some mega preacher conference thing and it was him and another preacher Got her in the room and took turns with her. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, that's rape. That's rape. But see, when, when this scandal broke, it was she had an affair with him. I mean, unless she unless she wanted to do she that. She didn't want it. She, I, they didn't say it, but in my heart, I feel like she was like a virgin. She was like in her early 20s. She was young. She loved Jim Baker. She thought he was doing just the, the just God's work. Like she had this hero. She had a daddy complex. Um, hero worship. I don't have a daddy complex. I have father <laughs> figure issues. There you go. She points um, at me while she says that, you guys. I, I did. So anyway, so that starts bringing down the ministry because it's a big, huge scandal. Of course, his followers remind me of followers of another really rich person who might be in the White House right now. It doesn't really matter. If, if he did, did it, it was because God told him to. Did Jessica know. come out and say this, or was it revealed another way? I'm not sure. I just heard that, that the way they talked about in 2020 was newspapers were getting whiffs of it, and they were told, like, hey, you should go talk to Jessica Hahn. She's got some good stuff. Now, hmm. how how they found out... I don't know. They never really go into it, but it's a big deal. Um, mm -hmm. They ask him to step away from the church for a little bit to let the scandal die down. Um, Jessica Hahn goes on. She, and, and the thing that sucks about it is you, she's very young. You see her in front of all these reporters and stuff at her house, everywhere they're following her, and she's always by herself. So it's oh, kind of okay. sad because you're you know like. That reminds me of Monica uh, Lewinsky. Yeah. She it's was exactly always like alone and just yeah, swarmed nobody. by media. Swarmed by media. But Jessica Hahn flips it. She, she did take some hush money from PTL, you know, because it was like, I don't know, $260,000 or whatever. She took that. She eventually modeled for Playboy. She was oh, a centerfold. Oh, no. 
She looks like she got a boob job. Remember then, when that was a thing? Like, yeah. Like some kind Anybody, of scandal would break and then they would go be a centerfold? Ugh. Yep. Hey, listen, ride that wave. Ride it however you can. Get the money. I mean, just do a 2020 episode. That's what I'm saying. But you probably don't get paid as much. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know how well Hugh takes care of the girls back in the day. But anyways, she actually ended up with, I don't know if you remember this comedian, Sam Kinison. No. He was like a short kind of bald guy. And he, ah, ah, he screamed yes. a lot. Yes. yes. She ended up with him. Yeah, well, kind of briefly, I don't know if they dated, but they were like rumored to be together. He shot a video called Wild Thing, you know, the song okay. Wild Thing. Yeah. She was in it, writhing all around the stage, half naked. Like, she was like, if this oh, is that what, makes you know. me so sad. Yeah, and I think it was one of those things where she's like, I'm going to ride this till the wheels fall off. I'm going to go completely to the other side. It, you know, it's helping me out. I'm making money off of it, so. But that makes it seem like she might have lured, what's it, his it, name, Tim? Jim. Jim, Jim Faye into it. No, <laughs> Jim Faye. <laughs> no, no, not Jim, Jim Faye. Baker. Tammy Faye Baker. Baker. Okay. So in, so the. <laughs> I don't know anything about this. <laughs> Oh, but I do know die. that you have been obsessed with this for a while. I'm always obsessed with this. Um, I love seeing preachers get taken down. So he steps away from PTL, praise the Lord, um, which was also called behind the scenes, pass salute, because they were bringing in so much money hand Stop over fist. Stop it. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. He steps down. I can't remember what the minister was. I was trying to find it. Who took his place after he stepped down. Oh, okay, Jerry Falwell. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Takes over for him, and he's like, oh, my good friend Jim's having some problems, so I'm going to kind of take over for a little bit here. So they're kind of laying low. Well, then all of a sudden, kind of before this, they started building like a Disneyland-type resort. Mm -hmm. It had two big hotels with 500 rooms each. It was like a playland. It had... The Passion of Christ or whatever, playing every day, like a live play of, you know, Jesus yeah. on the cross and whatever happens. I don't know. He becomes a lamb. I don't know what happens. I don't know. <laughs> and then he feeds everybody fish. We know. He, okay. he He's sleeping in a cave. He wakes up. Everybody thought he was dead. He was like, yes. no, I'm good. I was just sleeping. I'm tired. I had to help the poor and all these people. Anywho... It's called the Stations uh, of the Cross. Sure. The sure there's four of them? Christ. I don't know. <laughs> Are there four? Because there's four parts No, of there's the cross? 12. Well, that doesn't make any sense. That should yeah. be a pentagram, right? So I have 12 no. points? <laughs> no. <laughs> and everybody just turned off. Anywho, so they're building this Jesus land. And they're telling people that if you give them $1,000, you have a lifetime membership to, to Jesus, land? Jesus land yes you get a room once a year for like three or four nights it's not a timeshare blah 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 it's not a timeshare and it's not a pyramid scheme it's not and then they start looking into Jim's money situation and uh -oh. PTL's money situation I bet and that's they, not good it's not good it ends up going tits up they accuse the bakers of stealing or embezzling a lot of money this uh jesus land they sold so many rooms 
or lifetime memberships that people couldn't even get in once the thing was built oh, to the rooms no. because they were like sold out for like eight years in advance because yeah they sold too much so they kept selling more to make up the money that he needed for other things and he was embezzling or taking the money so it just went tits up so jerry falwell finally just completely took over and they were like jim and them can't come back um they've been stealing from y'all you know hopefully he'll get right with jesus and walk away jim ends up going to prison he goes to a court everybody's in there his followers are flocking in i'm sure it was a complete train wreck on the inside oh yeah at one point one of his friends was testifying for him and like passed out jim thought he was dead then he, he passed out while he was testifying yeah some friend of jim baker's is on the stand Wait, so he's testifying in court not testifying in church yes sorry okay because those are different things okay <laughs> So Jim's friend is testifying in court on Jim's behalf. Okay. And he passes out. Oh, no. Jim Baker freaks out, thought he was dead. He's not. And then has a complete and total breakdown. He leaves the the court that day, like being held up. He's visibly shaken. He's crying. Oh, God. Is is he a little bit theatrical? He is. A little bit. When he was in college uh, way many years ago, he majored in, like, uh, drama or something. So, anyways, so he ends up getting busted for embezzling all these funds and, and, and all this. He goes to prison. The judge on the trial was called, like, Maximum Max or something. And he gave him 45 years. Whoa. And at the time, Jim wasn't young. Like... You know, he was already probably, he was like my age. So he's almost 50 and you're giving him 45 years. Whoa. And they're like, murderers don't get that long. Yeah. Like, this is insane. So they end up fighting it. They overturn it. And I think he had to do just time served, maybe a little bit extra. He huh. gets out. In the meantime, poor Tammy Faye. Yeah, tell me about Tammy. Tammy's hit rock bottom. She's upset. She can barely handle all this. She's a fragile love. She's out of she, mascara. She, you know, she's out of mascara. She had to give off all of her tacky jewelry. She divorces Jim while he's in prison. You're not supposed to do that. Well, I know because Jesus would hate you or something. He would take away one of your stars and I don't know. Maybe you have to go to the back of the line. I don't know how all that works. <laughs> so she divorces him. Then she remarries a, a guy. His last name is Mesner. I can't remember his first name. So she divorces Jim, marries this guy Mesner, who happens to be a partner of Jim Baker's. Um, he was helping with the construction of Jesus Land or something. He goes to prison oh, for like no. four years or something. Why? Like right after they married for embezzling and all this stuff. And, oh, and no. Yeah, so they're like, she has this knack of marrying, like, these really, really rich men, but and then they actually go everything. to prison. Yeah. Ugh. I'm going to veer off and just talk about Tammy, and then I'll circle back to Jim. Okay. So, they're divorced. Yes. Tammy Faye then does all these, like, documentaries. She does uh, the, the Surreal Life that was on VH1 for a while. So, she sort of embraces, like, her, her B celebrity. Her yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so she kind of embraces it. And really, everything I've ever watched about her and stuff, like, she is a little bit larger than life. She's very hokey. But I think it's one of those things that she's really 
she's a decent person. Whether or not she knew what was going on with Jim or not, I can't say. But it it she feels very genuine, even though she's hokey. Well, she's obviously not sense? humble either. No, she's not. Excuse me. She cries a lot. And the funny thing is, is she's known for this running mascara because she wears a lot of yeah. it. Waterproof mascara. Yeah, I mean... It was like on Saturday Night Live a lot. Back then they had a skit called The Church Lady. Yes. I do yes. know of The Church Lady. Yeah. Yes. Was that Satan? They yes. had them on there. So then in 2020, and this is why you'll like it, they flash back to a show called, I think it was called Second City. And it's like an, a Saturday Night Live for Canadian people. Yes. I know. And they Second have a City, person yes. playing Tammy Faye, who was none other than Moira Rose. Okay, that's probably the image in my head that I have of Tammy Faye Baker. It's yeah. probably, what yeah. is her name? Uh, Catherine O'Hara. It's probably Catherine O'Hara. I bet you that's what I'm picturing. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll send you a picture so you'll know who she is. We'll put it up on the Instagram. Yeah, I mean, like, you'll see her and you'll, you'll totally be like, yep, yeah, I know her. I know her. So Tammy embraces it. She has a um, talk show for a while with a guy named Jim Jay who was very popular he was always like the single maybe gay wink wink guy on like different tv shows okay so he was kind of a nobody somebody okay <laughs> i don't know how to describe like ryan seacrest kind of but not maybe that popular like he was always like a side character on a tv show but he okay. was fabulous I loved him because I always loved the gays and everything. And she's they just do. doing like talk shows with him. She's doing. She did. They did a talk show together. Like I said, she did this in real life. This cute little gay couple made a uh, documentary called "The Eyes of Tammy Faye." Yes, and it followed her around because and of everything. the mascara. Yes. Okay. Yes. Could you imagine being known for bad mascara? I would. Uh, I would die. I would you die. You would die. You would definitely die. If people so, were like, oh, pickles, yeah, the one with the bad mascara, I would be like, no one told me. I mean, like, literally spider lashes, top and bottom. But, like, Twiggy was known for that, but in a good way. But, yeah, but those, hers were, like, really long and separated lashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, like, clumpy spider. Spider, got it. I mean, like, horrible. So, anyway, so she kind of embraces it. She goes about her life. And then it, she finds out she has cancer. Oh. She ends up beating cancer. Oh. Yeah. And she's doing, having a pretty good life. And then the cancer returns mm. and it's not good. Oh, I'm on a roller coaster right now. Yeah. She ends up going on Larry King Live. She's always been a petite woman. She looks like a dead person like literally a skeleton with all that makeup on and her mm. wig and it's horrifying oh. it's so bad and i remember seeing it when it when it happened because of course like i said i've always been obsessed with these people um she goes on uh, i want to say it's like lung cancer because she's like wheezing really bad she can barely talk and that's the last time anybody sees her she dies two days later <gasps> yeah Oh, no. Yeah. But she was like, she was pretty upbeat. She's like, you know, if it's my time, it's my time. You know, I'm ready to go home. You know how those people are. How She's is her faith at this point? It's still the bad makeup, but it's it's literally like. No, here's her, a, her faith. 
like in God. Oh, her faith. Oh, sorry. I thought she said her face. <laughs> I was like, still the same. Fuck, I just told you. She's still very much a Jesus person. Like, she still believes in God. She's very, very devoted to her religion through all of this. So she never wavers in her faith of God. And that's, you know, what got her through everything. And that's awesome. Yeah. If that's what works for you. So she dies. And it's very tragic. Jim Baker, we think you'll never hear from again. Jim Baker was in prison. He had this TV show. He stole all this money. And we'll never hear from him again. I hope not. Well, you'd be wrong. Jim Baker comes back. He is still on TV. Yep. Like now? Like now. Oh, my God. Yeah. And his set can be described as something you would see, I think, in like a casino gift shop. It's got ticky-tacky shit all around it. It's him and his new wife. I don't know the name of the show. I can't find it quick enough. Oh, the Jim Baker Show. It's, okay. It's a, it's, a, it's a tricky title. It's in, filmed in Branson, Missouri. Yes, and, that's what I was going to say. Like, when you were telling me about Jesus Land, I was thinking it sounds like Branson, Missouri. Yeah. So now, Jim is a bald, older man. Okay. Still in pretty good shape. Like, he doesn't look... I mean, I can't see his stomach, you know, but he looks in pretty good shape. He... I love this. He now sells... Um, religious knickknack bric-a-bracs that nobody wants okay. and also the end of days supplies <gasps> he's that guy yes so he sells the big cat litter huge box size of chicken noodle soup or whatever i for the i'm end looking at him now days. and i have seen this guy on youtube videos before yeah you totally know who he is where yeah he sells like armageddon kits yep Yep. Which is um, crazy because it's like, I mean, I don't know what sect of religion he is, but if you yeah. believe in rapture, yeah, then you don't need an end of days kit. Well, I don't know. Maybe y'all go in shifts. Like they take the really, really devout people first and then they maybe not so devout. Maybe the divorce devout. Like maybe there's stages and you need some food in between time. I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> somebody had wrote in the Atlantic that his doomsday food is overpriced. <laughs> wow. But, um, Even at the end of the world, this food is too pricey. Yeah, but he is making hand over fist yet again. I can't money. believe you're sending him your money again. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, so that is the story of Jim and Tammy Faye. What a happy ending. She's dead and he's back to hawking crap that nobody needs or want fuck me what a bummer yeah but it's kind of an itch i'm telling you it's just it's it's 80s all over it i did not do it justice but you definitely need to go and watch the 2020 thing on it because it is just hilarious it boy is it hilarious <laughs> i shouldn't say that but god i love it i mean me and my dad like seriously we would watch it he worked um at the post office uh, he worked night shifts, so I'd wake him up when I got home from school. And by the time he kind of woke up and took a shower and everything, we would sit down and watch this show together. It was our thing. I have been watching Last Stream on the Left, which is the last <gasps> podcast on the Left's like yes. uh, Adult Swim show. Yes, and I have seen like like crazy on acid videos of Jim Baker trying yeah. to sell his end of world kit. Yeah. I'm actually going to send yeah, you pictures on... right now. Well, I'm, I'm looking at him. Oh, no, I'm going to send he, you a uh, Tammy Faye. 
I'm su- looking at him. I'm surprised little boys aren't involved. Well, there is. There was whispers that he had slept with men, that he was gay. But he asked the doctor in prison if he thought he was gay, and he told him no. So, obviously, he's not. Just saying. He asked um, the doctor in prison, am I gay? Mm-hmm. And he said no. Because, well, you know, he was married and he had kids, so obviously he's not gay. You know about that kind of a situation. <laughs> you know how you ask your doctor, am I gay or not? And they're like, no, you're married and have kids. Of course you're not gay. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's a real bummer. It's, it's not a happy ending, but it's lighthearted. I don't know where like, to go from there. I know. It's such a bummer. I'm so sad that that she dies yeah. and he gets to live. Yep. And rehawking oh, her stuff. Tammy Faye. So the picture on the bottom corner is the last one before she died. Oh, poor love. I know. You do really kind of feel bad for her. And ah. I, like I said, I don't know if she's a scam artist or just over the top, maybe not that bright of a person and was really genuine, but she was just over the top in everything she did. I, mm-hmm. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't put a on her. But I um, mean, we all have like our type of guy, you know, and maybe it just so happens that her type of guy <laughs> will also eventually go to jail. Yeah, I mean, she's still, she was still married to her second husband when she died. So she only married once. And I think he's only married once. Um, oh, so she stayed with the second husband through the jail sentence. Yeah, because he oh. only got like four years. But, you know, when Jim was, when they told, you know, that Jim was going to get 45 years or whatever, she's like. She was <laughs> like, uh, no. Uh, no. No, I no. can't handle that. And the embarrassment. So, yep. <sighs> <sighs> Do you want to do obsession session? Sure, why not? What do you got? I don't really have one. Oh, the o- the only other one I have is another true crime story. No. We'll be going way over and you'll be so upset. I know. No, I don't care about the time. This was so much fun. Yeah. I think I, we should do it again I next could, week. I could, let, maybe this is our new show. You tell me 2020 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> this was, I'm so glad it's, to have learned about her. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you can find the documentary, if it's not, you don't have to pay for it, I would highly recommend it. It's very fascinating. It might be on YouTube. It might be. I've watched it. Um, You can find all kinds of shit on YouTube. Listen, stuff you don't want to know about. I guess my obsession session this week is Halloween. I'll be doing that now till the end of time. The holiday or the movie? The holiday. Okay. I, of course, have been stocking up on Halloween stuff. It is the most wonderful time of the year. I'm like you with Christmas. As soon as that shit hits the shelves, I'm buying up Halloween crap left, right, and center. Yep. That's how I am. I love Halloween, too, but I have a Christmas party. So I have to have my house decked out with that. Mm. Um, Mm. Real quick, there is a Jim and Tammy Baker on Nightline. It's 49 minutes. That's fascinating. They showed clips of that in the 2020. It's completely yeah. awesome. It was filmed I in 1987. It. Yeah. You can find that on YouTube. It's, I'm telling you, you've got to watch this 2020 episode. You're going to be like. So she was like, she was like a stand by your man kind of woman. Mm-hmm. Until he part. went to jail. Well, I think, I really do think she was probably really, this is just me, that she was really embarrassed by the whole situation and just 
kind of shocked and like i said i don't know if she knew what was going on because he's the only one that went for to jail i don't think they ever even investigated her i think it was too much i think all of it was too much then there's the allegations that come out that jim's had sex with men maybe young men and now he's going away for 45 years and i think it's just too much i think she needs she needs a man in her life with her not locked up away from her i don't think she's strong enough she's one of those people that's not strong enough like if he had died of natural causes she'd been married like you know within six months or less like she just has to have a man around her so oh that's all right it's okay i don't see anything wrong with that look man i would be a mess without my husband i don't know how to be a (laughs) grown-up you still don't nope (laughs) okay i'm sorry halloween Halloween. No, it's just, I've just been buying stuff for Halloween. I have my two sets of Halloween PJs from Target. We went to Target Friday and bought like, you know, the Halloween Ziplocs and the Halloween paper plates. Oh, wow. So yeah, you're like decked out everywhere. Yeah. Well, you know, my whole kitchen is Halloween. It's all Halloween Like in there. all year round? Yep. Oh, all no, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to pull more Christmas into my kitchen this year. It's really Mm -hmm. hard to decorate a kitchen, I feel like. It is because our kitchen is about the size of a refrigerator cardboard box. It's not that big. Like two Mm -hmm. people is almost too much in there. Okay. Um, it's, it's, It's very narrow. There's not a lot of shelf space, but we do have a bar. Okay. We, you know, and so you can put shit up there. So I don't have a lot. I have a lot on top of the fridge. But mainly the rest of the stuff is just like kind of here, there, and everywhere. Um, canisters, like Halloween canisters and shit like that. Like, I just use it year round. I like Halloween. I do too. I love mm-hmm. it. It's, yeah. I, I, you know, the people, you know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of the people hating on people for getting excited about holidays. Yeah, except for Christmas because you know, it sucks. Like, my, my husband is like that. No, no, fuck that. <laughs> if you like Christmas, go fucking love Christmas yeah. in August. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, like, oh, God, can we, can we, can, do we have to skip right past Halloween straight to Christmas? Fucking yes, because people like Christmas. If Christmas sucked and we skipped right to it, like if we were like, woohoo, tax day, I can see why you're upset, but it's Christmas. <sighs> You know, well, and it's I Halloween. Think, you get candy. Yes, I, we should start looking forward to that shit in July. Well, it's almost to that point now. I mean, that Halloween shit. Used to, I always used to know around my birthday, the Halloween stuff would be out about two to three weeks before that. Like the beginning of September, Halloween stuff's coming out. Yeah. Now it's like mid-August. Mid to early August, that shit's Look, coming out. I'm down for if if it's your thing. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can put it out in the store. I don't care. But... You know, Halloween and Christmas really can't say anything because really Thanksgiving is the one that gets fucked. (laughs) You know why? Because nobody likes Thanksgiving. No, I'm not going to even be in the country. Everybody's like, oh, we forgot about it. Or, you know, nobody pays attention to it because nobody likes it. Because Uh you have to eat the same fucking food every year. You have to go see your family. Nobody makes you see your family on Halloween. No, that's why it's wonderful. I mean, so, like, Thanksgiving, you have to eat, like, sweet potatoes. But Halloween, you know, you you just have to eat, like, Reese's Cups. (laughs) Well, we're actually going to be in Canada, Montreal. So, I'm going to eat poutine and... 
I really think they're going to, like, revoke your citizenship for that. I really hope they do. Because for being Justin, in Canada on Thanksgiving. Have you seen Justin? He's gorgeous. I know. He's beautiful. He's got a very tight hiding. And he wears funny socks. Mm-hmm. So he really ticks all my boxes. <laughs> <laughs> does he have the tall guy, scars, guard, lurch? He doesn't. I don't know uh, how tall he is. Mm. I mean, he's taller than Trump, but, you know. Lots of people know. are. Yeah, well, you know. He carries you himself dancing, well. You were dancing on that Trump line this episode. <laughs> he's really pissed me off lately. I'm trying to be good. I know. But, yeah, so I'm, I hope they do. Fuck. Bye. I get my medicines for free. Think of all the surgeries I'm having. That breast reduction surgery is happening tomorrow. Oh, I wish. If I move to Canada, it's happening the next day. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah, but don't, oh, you know what? We didn't do subscribe shit. Well, let's do subscribe shit. I was going to say because you can't do a breast reduction because you said last episode that if we get 20 reviews, we're doing an episode topless. Well, I'll still have tits. It's not like they're taking them off. <laughs> I'm not getting a mastectomy where I'll just have absolutely nothing. I'm just like, I, you know, maybe, maybe a B cup. That would be wonderful. Uh, it's not that great. No, it is. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do subscribe stuff and then we'll wrap it up because okay. I don't have an obsession session that's worth telling this episode. We, we might cut out the whole obsession session session. <laughs> no, I'll leave it in. I don't give a shit. Oh, okay. Subscribe stuff. Go. Okay. So subscribe to us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. You can leave us a rating and a review. If you leave us a review, we will read the review um, back on the show. Give you a shout out. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can like our Facebook page. Um, yes. Join in some conversations there. I really enjoy the what are you watching posts that we've been yes i love hearing about what everybody else is watching and Mm -hmm. honestly it gives me like it it gives good ideas for the show Mm -hmm. and i mean even stuff that like i'm not gonna watch for the show let me know you guys i I like watching tv she does it's it's a hobby and you can follow us on instagram go like our pictures there and you can email us at binge watch with us at gmail.com yes and really, okay. all of this is pickles work right now, so it's very professional. I, um, I put too much work into it. It doesn't get enough likes. You repost a meme, and it gets like 400 likes. <laughs> I put no thought into it, and it does So well. upsetting. It makes her so upset. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just... Ugh. No, it's I really okay. have checked out of social media for the most part, like... I, I mean, I feel like even my Instagram is like weeks sometimes in between posts. That's okay. But I just don't. It's not very good it's, for your for your mental health, honestly. Yeah, I just don't think I have that much to say, like, or yeah. talk about. So, you know, I will in November when I go to Montreal. Oh, I thought you meant like because of like voting and shit. Oh no, that no. Well, that'll be next year. Okay, we don't know what we're watching next week, but join us anyway. Yeah, that's right. And goodbye. Goodbye.